I wonder, will we ever see each other again? Who knows? God willing, we'll all meet again in Spaceballs 2, the search for more money. Welcome to Geek Salad, episode 56, Electric Boogaloo, where we're talking today all about our uh, favorite prequels, sequels, remakes, and reboots. And the ones that we didn't like as much. Yeah, and the ones that we just kind of pulled out of our ass. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Andy. I'm Mike. And uh, again, gentlemen, introduce... I'm Jim. (laughs) Come on, Adam. Come on! (laughs) Mayor Adam West. (laughs) Yep, and all four of us are back again for yet another show. So, uh, yeah, all about all the follow-ups, and there's not an original idea anymore. Well, so. that's pretty accurate. Yes, actually, yeah. Who, who was it that said there are only, like, 12 original ideas? I've heard that, too, and I have no idea who said it. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I'm sure it was Nietzsche. Yeah, probably. Yeah, so, anyway. Uh, was the movie Summer School one of them? Yes, it was. Actually, no, that was a pretty original movie. I know. Yeah. What about happened to that dude Chainsaw? <laughs> I thought he was going places. You know what else is actually an original idea? The movie Blubberella. <laughs> what? Blubberella. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's oh, a no. one-off from the uh, the Blood Rain series of movies by my favorite director Uwe Boll. Oh well. Blubberella is essentially about this vampire hunter who happens to weigh like three hundred and fifty pounds. Wait, isn't Uwe Boll guesting as Adolf Hitler in that one? Yes, he is. <laughs> Playing the type there. Hey, yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, well, it's going to give Inglorious Bastards a run for its Oscar money, so. Yeah. So before we uh, really kick things off, let's start off with Chris's cultural corner. KKK, that's not good. Chris writes, Hello, Andy, Mike, Jim, and Adam. It seems Hollywood is always trying to see if they can do a better job on old movies that were essentially pretty good in the first place. Sometimes they succeed. Most of the times they fail miserably. Here is a list of the movie remakes that were good, bad, and the ones I would love to see Hollywood tackle next. First, the good. Number one, Batman. The original Tim Burton movies back in the late 80s, early 90s were great. Then came the dreck of Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. Luckily, Christopher Nolan came along and rebooted the franchise. You know, in, in 56 episodes, I don't think we've ever talked about the Christopher Nolan Batman movies. Yeah, this is new. Yes, we have. We, quiet. I was being ironic. <laughs> I know. Eat your Dorito. Number Eat two. Your <laughs> Chew your gum. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, Ocean's Eleven. Not the original movie by the Rat Pack was bad. It was just that I thought the remake was just a little better. I hope they stop at 13. We don't need to see the premiere in 2031 of Ocean's 21. Blackjack! (laughs) Actually, that's a movie I'd like to see. Um, You guys ever seen the original Frank Sinatra? I have. Ocean's Eleven? Uh It was horrible. Oh my god. Seriously, the last thing these guys actually intended on doing was robbing a bank. The movie opens with uh, Sinatra and Dean Martin just getting... Drunk. uh, Well, drunk. (laughs) And back rubs from hookers. What? No. 
Well, so yeah. what? We, they they put a camera in one of their hotel rooms. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, pretty we, much. Dean Martin never drunk. I can I can sum I can sum up the entire movie with with, with this little uh, passage. Hey Frank, we gonna rob we rob this casino? Oh, I don't care. Let's swing. <laughs> <laughs> How would Dean Martin be able to rob anything? He had a martini glass surgically attached to his hand. Yeah. Now, you know what the funny thing is, too? Now, you guys all, we've all seen the George Clooney Ocean's Eleven, right? Yeah. Yes. Excellent movie. Remember how in intricate the details were of getting into the vault that fed the three different casinos? Yeah. Well, in the in the Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin Ocean's Eleven, they turn the power off and, like, go into the safes and just grab the money and leave. Oh, they didn't dress up like dames? <laughs> and walk <in> <laughs> they run out with sacks with dollar signs on the sides? <laughs> with black masks. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Chris writes number three and the good is Scarface the 1983 Brian De Palma classic was actually a remake of the 1932 film of the same name Boom. though I bet the 1932 film didn't have as many F words in it uh, we, they had we, it pro- probably more say though yeah they, they say they, yeah exactly the say quotient was, was, was off the charts in 1932 sure it was who was who's the star of that one? Oh god Lawrence Tierney who really? was in um, Reservoir Dogs. You're Mr. Brown. You're kidding. Yeah. No, I'm not kidding. Wow. Now, we, we talked about this in our overrated movies of the 80s episode. I think Scarface could very well be one of the most overrated movies of the 1980s. You mean F. Murray Abraham playing a Cuban dude? It was essentially it was a three-hour movie that was shot on a $15 budget and a high-energy Casio keyboard soundtrack, followed up by one of the hey. worst movie montages of all time. And the rest of the budget went to cocaine. And chainsaws. Yeah. <laughs> then they made the video game where Tony Montana lived. After having every vital organ pierced with lead. No, no, they missed every vital organ. Oh, that's... <laughs> well, you see, the thing with your drug dealer friend is that he's mostly dead. But the thing with mostly dead is that he's something alive. <laughs> All I did is shoot him in the cucarachas and that's it. They got a... <laughs> Again, F. Murray Abraham is a Cuban. Come on. Oh, boy. And hey. Robert Loggia. <laughs> hey, Mang. <laughs> All right, moving on to Chris's Now the Bad, Superman. I never thought the franchise could get as bad as Superman 4, The Quest for Peace. Then Superman Returns debuted in 2006. A new low was reached. I gotta take some issue with Chris comparing Superman 4, The Quest for Peace, for Superman Returns. Mainly because, really, you're comparing the two as being equally bad? <coughs> Superman Returns was better than Superman 4. Yes. No. Sup- Superman 4 was better. Because it was so colossally horrible <laughs> that you we had something to talk about. Yeah. You talk about certain aspects of that movie. The st- whatever, the Captain... Mark Pillows. Mark, Mark, Mark Pillow, Pillow is the nuclear, nuclear, yeah. the nuclear man. Yeah, Mark Pillows and stuff like that. We, we've talked about Mark Pillows. We don't mention anything about right. Superman Returns. Because it's boring. It, exactly. It's a boring movie. It's but not it was bad. Better Kevin Smith's oh, yeah. idea would have been much better. Oh, God, yeah. Well, except for, like, um, I think... I, oh, the God. Pie is his mascot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was um, the girlfriend from Clerks was supposed to be, like, the mayor of Metropolis or something. Well, she needs some kind of work. Yeah. She's not doing anything. True. I think they CG'd his junk out and ruined the whole thing for me. Did you ever see the the, uh, the picture of Nicolas Cage in the Superman costume? What? <laughs> what? 
Oh god, it's awful. It looks like a mugshot. <laughs> exactly, it does look like a mugshot. Why? Because his hair is long and he always looks like he just woke up from a, a back of a police car. <laughs> Jorel, we need to save our son. Screw it. Let's just take this drifter and throw, stuff him in the rocket. <laughs> hey, where am I? Ned the Wino is Superman. All right, Chris is number two on the bad list. It's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. The original what? Movie- the original Willy Wonka film in 1971 was a classic, so Tim Burton decided to try his hand at the remake that was closer to the, po- the plot of the book, and it sucked. I completely disagree with this. Now, I do too, not for the same reason, because Tim Burton could put out, you know, a, a version of Footloose, and Andy would think it's fantastic and, and, and dreary. But, <laughs> it's, it was re- it was I'd, well done. I'd like to see that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> could be any worse than the new version. Marilyn Manson <laughs> with big footloose. <laughs> Instead, instead, it's about a leper. Danny Elfman doing But Ren has the dropsies. <laughs> well, the thing about the, the Johnny Depp Charlie and the Chocolate Factory was, I, I, I'm a big fan of the original book, and I thought it was much better. They didn't put any of those shitty songs like "Cheer Up Charlie" or, as my sister-in-law refers to as "Cheer Up Fucking Charlie," because that song just sucks so horrible. <coughs> Actually, I really like the riff tracks of that one. You know, I think it'd be funny if you were an airline pilot to get on the intercom and do this exact thing. <laughs> There's no knowing where we're rowing or which way the river's flowing. Is it raining? Is it snow? I imagine this is what it must be like to spend time with Tim Burton. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> I'm definitely a big fan of the original, and when I watched the new one, I had a lot of hope only because of, you know, the the involvement of, you know, just the cast and everything. Right. I, I was a little disappointed. I definitely don't like it as much as the original. I, I wouldn't say that it sucked, but I'm almost there. Okay. So I'll have to come and I'll have to agree with, with Chris on this All one. Right. Both I, I think movies. it was very disappointing. You know, but you know something? They're different movies. Yes. They are different. They're going to appeal to a completely different audience. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is going to appeal to the Wizard of, Wizard of Oz crowd, mm-hmm. you know, who likes you know musicals and whimsy and everything. Where you know Tim Burton. I mean, if you, you you know if you watch a Tim Burton movie, it's not going. You can't compare it to the original, right? Because it's going to be dark and it's going to be a little little artsy and a little avant garde. Was Helena Bonham Carter in that? Yes, yes course she, was. she was. Of course she was. Of course she but, was. Um, I will say that for me, the part that made Charlie and the Chocolate Factory almost as good as Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is the part where all the marionettes get, get torched. Oh, God, yeah. That was perfect. That was such a good scene. You know, in, I'm a big Johnny Depp fan. Um, mm-hmm. I do like the way he portrayed him. Yeah. He didn't portray him as, as like a Shylock. He portrayed yeah. him more as a, as a crazy man. Exactly. As, as a eccentric. As, yeah. as just a crazy eccentric. Men with arrested development. Yes, pretty much. And you daddy know, he, issues. He admitted that Michael Jackson was one of his um, inspirations. No! I know. It's hard, hard to believe. believe. I mean, I, 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 I. Apart from, like, some of the stuff Jim mentioned, I love Tim Burton movies, except for Alice in Wonderland. I you liked it. You lied. I thought you lied. I just never held Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory to that high of a regard. It was never one of my, like, nostalgic favorites. Me either. Yeah, yeah. it might be it might be a generational thing because I definitely like as a kid thought it was cool. Yeah, as but hell we, that they we, could uh, we drink got... soda and float to the ceiling. I'm like, 
They're burping. I'm there. I better totally want to do that. It'd have been better if they were farting, though. Yeah. Then I would have agreed. I would have liked oh, it better. Oh, Grandpa! I wish you were hitting the fan. Actually, that, that was an episode of uh, Family Smells Guy. Like oh. oh, boy. Really? Family Guy went the fart joke? Get yeah. the hell out of town. Yeah. All right, last on Chris's bad list, Psycho. Now, let's compare the two movies from 1960 and the remake from 1998, shall we? Um, what the, is there to compare? All right. Well, the directors, Alfred Hitchcock versus Gus Van Sant. Shower scene actors, Anthony Perkins and Janet Leigh versus Vince Vaughn and Anne Heche. Which do you think is better? I rest my case. Anne Heche. Because <laughs> she probably thought that the shower spout was an alien. So <laughs> try to commune with it. Do you remember a few years ago when they when they they redid like that We Are the World? For the ha- the, yes. uh, the Haitian earthquake thing? With Fonswell Bentley was the biggest star in it. <laughs> And then SNL had that spoof. Yeah. They had the people, you know, it was for the, all the people that suffered through the second We Are the World. Yes. And they were calling it like a shot for shot remake of Psycho. And then everyone stops and then they just start singing, oh my god, Vince Vaughn was in that too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Chris writes about the remakes he would like to see Flash Gordon. Flash. Ah. I, every time I, I hear that, I think of, Night, of uh, Dayman now. Oh, day man. <laughs> two for two on the Sunny uh, callbacks. Excellent. Nice, nice. Who wouldn't want to see them retackle this gem from 1980? Any ideas what current band could tackle the theme song Queen Made Famous? Um, some crappy ass pop punk band. Okay, name one. Um, something with a number at the end of it. Excellent. All right, there we go. <laughs> I just hope that they would find an actor good enough that they can actually keep his own dialogue in there. Because Sam Jones' dialogue had it could be completely redone with somebody else. I don't know. Every time I, I hear that, dun, 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 I just think of Bernie with a big stick attacking <laughs> us with it and beating us down. All right. Number two on Chris's list of remakes you'd like to see. Say anything. My ideas for the main characters. Megan Fox as Diane Court and Ashton Kutcher as Lloyd Dobler. Sorry, Jim. I forgot the name of the actor you recommended for Lloyd. The famous boombox scene... It was Channing Tatum. Oh, okay. That was a shout-out to Andy. Ah. The famous boombox scene could be modernized by having Lloyd hold up an iPad and the song would, uh, playing would be Into Club by 50 Cent. Perfect. <laughs> that would kind of take away some of the impact of that scene. Well, the fact that Megan Fox would be uh, cast in it would also take away the impact of anything. It was a joke. Yes. Oh. No, they are making a sequel. Like Cameron Crowe said he's actually making a sequel to Say Anything. File that under a list of stupid ideas. Don't say uh. nothing. <laughs> say it again. <laughs> shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! That's what it should be called. Sign language. Now, <laughs> is it going to be before or after John Mahoney gets a shiv in jail? <laughs> as long as he sings Ricky Don't Lose That Number Again, I'll be happy. No. <laughs> and then, uh, finally, Midnight Madness. Why not? Although it might be hard to find an arcade these days to use for the ultimate scene where Michael J. Fox's character wins the arcade game for David Naughton's yellow team and Leon reveals where the finish line is. Um, I have never seen Midnight Madness in my life. Former host Mike C. loves this movie. I think for the ironic purposes that David Naughton makes an appearance in it. That's right. Well, Um, well, here's my problem. I had a very hard time believing that Michael J. Fox, I think it was Nancy McKeon, was it Nancy McKean? Yeah, it? yeah. That they because Nancy McKean was more of a dude than he was in it, so I had a hard hard time believing that they were an item. But David Naughton was in it. Yeah. Why not just remake uh, the Wizard? Oh God! <laughs> what crappy Nintendo like 
Dat Gadget, could they be shilling for that? The Wii U. <laughs> you could remake the Wiz. Yeah. Man, the Power Glove was such a piece of shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the only thing it was good for was putting it on and punching your sibling <laughs> in the face. Now I have the power. Yeah, now I have the power. I grew up in Buffalo. There's not electricity yet. Hey, come here. <laughs> not again. Yeah, we just cut the cord off and started hitting each other with it. God, I think it's a piece of garbage. That and the power pad. <laughs> that, and that, the game genie. <laughs> the game genie was awesome, though. You could cheat every single game. Well, that was the, that was the cartridge you could stick yeah, in. Yeah, it was right? a gold cartridge that you put in, and you had to like. Ramming it at an angle and like <laughs> shimmy it around so it would work, and then you put in all the code, the cheat codes that you they gave you this big thick book which you know you had to read a little bit, which is a little disappointing, but sure, yeah, you cheat your way to through every game. Well, come on, Spy so, Hunter yeah. didn't piss you off. He gave you all the codes, so you could we, just blast through it. At some point, we definitely need to have our failed video game peripheral. Oh yes. show that yes, that yes. will be that'll be twenty twelve when we can then expound more about how the. Um, the Xbox Kinect doesn't work for black people. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, Dante Hicks is just like you. He loves grape soda. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Let's uh, recap some of our Facebook letters on the subject. Mike, why don't you start with some of your friends? All right. Nicole came up with, uh, well, it goes without saying that Firefly should have something to do with it. Um, oh, yeah, definitely more sequels. Yeah. Uh, the geek, the girl geek in me would love to see something done with Veronica Mars series. Awesome, in my opinion. But I understand why the network didn't continue. Um, apparently, like they they had it, they talked about what season four was supposed to be like. It was a complete gr- garbage. Ah. Uh. Um, let's see. She also comes back with um, her boyfriend Josh. Also said that he would love to see something in the Who Framed Roger Rabbit verse. Said maybe even a reboot. They have been talking about a sequel to Who Framed Roger Rabbit since the movie premiered in 1988. That's the only movie that ever have Bugs Bunny and, Will, and um, Disney, Mickey Mouse. Yeah, and I'm sure that's why they haven't come up with another one yet. Yeah. Because someone the, needs to throw Christopher Lloyd a bone. I saw him <laughs> in that. There was a commercial for the the shoe, the sneakers they made, oh. the Nikes. And he looked ridiculous. Alex, like, do you oh. like my pump-up Nikes? <laughs> so, he needs work. Yeah, yeah. What else you got? Uh, Walt uh, Disney's frozen head won't allow it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sarah brought up uh, she would not like to see the Hulk remade. No. I'd like to see another sequel to the Hulk. Yeah. I thought mm. it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it ain't yeah. going to happen. It's, it's called The Hulk. Avengers. Thank yeah. you. Let me see. Uh... AJ came up with Mega Man Zero, I guess a video game. Yeah, it's, it's a video game. It's Mega Man. Yeah. Um, Jess did that though. Didn't they do a Mega Man movie? No, they mm-hmm. no they didn't. They had a terrible cartoon like Captain N and the Nintendo. The game master. Oh, oh, the Game Master. Mega Man sounded like Kathleen Turner. <laughs> Oh god! After, after, after a few more packs, yeah, yeah, rub exactly. some more, rub some salts on my feet. <laughs> and er, he he pretty much started every word with like every sentence with the word mega on it. That's mega awesome. I gotta take a mega dump. He really said that, that Smurf. Yes, test. he did. Oh, yeah. Let me see. Uh, Jess came up with. I'm going to go with if it's not broke, don't remake it. Okay. Well, you tell Hollywood that you will be shot. Yeah. Shot on sight and rightfully taped. <laughs> and Peter came up with Back to the Future. No remake ever. Original is too perfect. 
We're talking the original Back to the Future, right? Because I'm pretty sure that with you know with a little bit of, of gumption and elbow grease, we could probably remake three and oh. make it make sense. You think you can get Michael J. Fox to look uh... non parkinson that would be. Uh, I don't know what the actual adjective for that is. Yeah, so. start out the movie where Mike, where uh, Marty gets into a car accident. Or oh, something. please! If they ever did a remake, they'd drag Michael Sarah out <laughs> and they'd oh want to punch him God. in the crotch. <laughs> All right, I got um, some stuff also from Jamie, who mentioned some of his favorite uh, favorites were uh, X Men: First Class, mm-hmm. excellent mm, prequel, yeah. uh, outstanding <clears throat> sequel, Empire Strikes Back. Okay, always awesome. Uh, his favorite remake, The Thing. We're actually obviously talking about the 1982 John Carpenter, Kurt Russell thing. Mm-hmm. Favorite reboot was Batman Begins. Wow. Now, he does desire a prequel to The Matrix, which... Oh, good. A so it can't get any more confusing. <laughs> I know Kung Fu. <laughs> For the last time, no you don't. We were talking about, Mike and I were actually texting back and forth about this today, about what a Matrix 4 would look like. And here's what I want to see Matrix 4 to be. A two-hour movie where the first hour is the Wachowski brothers apologizing profusely. Just, we're sorry, we're so sorry, we're so sorry, we're so sorry. And then the second hour, having them be raped by a grizzly bear. (laughs) All of them? Both of them at the same time. Just yeah, no one tries one. to get away, and the bear like just well, reaches out a paw and pulls him back in, and starts raping him some more. But you know who? You know who? Who would take <laughs> oh that God. the smoothest? Larry Fishburne. <laughs> that would be smooth. I mean, seriously, with Matrix as the way the Matrix sequels go, I'm pretty sure that there are porn parodies of the Matrix that follow the continuity far better than Revolutions <laughs> did. You think? You think Lawrence Fishburne would would critique the Grizzly like? It's not so much your strength, it's your technique. <laughs> Maybe if you use a little with more anger. <laughs> Look, the term hung like a grizzly bear is there for a reason. Show me. <laughs> All right, Jimmy also uh, would like to see an Army of Darkness remake. I'm sure they'll do that. I thought they yeah. were making an Evil Dead remake. Yeah, they are. Uh, I don't know how I feel Again? about that. That's an Evil Dead 2 was a remake of 1. It, it is, but we're, we're talking just, Army of Darkness. They completely remake the standalone movie. I mean, make no mistake about it. Army of Darkness is is a standalone movie that yeah. just kind of happens to sort of have he, a character he from... falls it. out of the sky and he yeah. just happens to have a chainsaw for a hand. So yeah, exactly. That's all you've got, but... Um, Jimmy also Bruce Bruce Campbell's looking pretty good. You could probably throw him in another movie and pick up right where you left. Off. Yeah, he, he, he looks look any the same. Different. Exactly, he looks exactly the same. Jamie brought up a remake of The Black Hole. Okay. Really, could be any worse than the original. But who do you who do you who do you replace Ernest Borgnine with? Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> <laughs> they both about the same weight by right. now. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Black Hole. And then <laughs> Jamie would, requires a reboot of Star Wars. What? That will. Should For never shame. happen. I would yeah. rather see a prequel. It's called the Night, uh, Knights of the Old Republic. That that would work, or you know, like the proposed television show, the stuff that happens after three and between four. Okay, yeah. In the which, dark, in the dark during the dark times. Yes. Which before the will, Empire will never happen, I guess, or something. I don't know. Two more that you just wanted to mention. He also feels the world needs a Red Sonja reboot. Because God knows it couldn't be any worse than the original. Starring Lindsay Lohan? Yes. 
And Schwarzenegger. No, they have to bring Schwarzenegger back for that. Oh, they absolutely have to. Yeah, but seriously, like, 70-year-old Schwarzenegger, where the pecs are just drooping a little lower than they normally would. Awesome. And Perfect. leathery face. Perfect. They can make him possessed by some spirit. As, as long as he has a whole harem, he'll be true to life. Yep. Yeah. Um, I I have to commit I didn't terminate inside of her but (laughs) (laughs) last one Jamie brings up is an E.T. prequel on his home planet actually that might prove to be a bit dull he was a botanist or something actually that would be hysterical if if botany on E.T. world meant like just the the atrocious murder of another race of aliens (laughs) I was going to say, I think he was like some sort of an anarchist. You, know, <laughs> you see him leading a revolt with like a torch in his hand. Going, actually, it's just their fingers up in the air for the torch. <laughs> actually, did, you see that um, the robot chicken sketch? Which one? Where um, like, like the aliens come and get him, but apparently they all talk, talk normal. And he's just a retard. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Mark brings up that he uh, wishes that they make a remake of Logan's Run, which I heard is in the works. Yeah. And Soylent Green. Ugh. I've also mm. heard that one's in the world. Uh, yeah, I have too. They're making it out of people! <laughs> the best remake, he says, is Dawn of the Dead. Which, it's one of them. I thought Zack Snyder did a very good job with that one. Um, he also wants to know if the Norton Hulk actually counts as a reboot, because he really liked it. It's a weird sequel reboot type of hybrid, because... I consider it like Wrath of Khan to start the first Star Trek. I always saw it as a complete reboot. I don't think they have anything to do with one another. They, no, well, they don't have to show the origin a second time. <clears throat> well, they did. No, yeah, it's, 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 no it's a sequel. It yeah, is no, absolutely it's definitely, a it's sequel. It's a definitive really? sequel. Oh, absolutely. Just with completely different actors, a better director. He's and in that. South America learning how to... Con- Banner is in South America yeah. learning how to control the Hulk. Mm. Absolutely. Then he is. bleeds into a soda bottle and Stan Lee gets sick. That's right. That's his cameo. Ah, uh, good old Stan Lee. Yep. <laughs> Anyway, here's my idea for where I'm going to appear in the movie. I drink a tainted bottle of soda in this one, <laughs> much like I did at Harvey's Deli the other day. <laughs> Back in 1933 when I was having a phosphate. <laughs> and finally for the letters, Myrna brings up that she thinks that the Bond movies have done a really good comeback with Daniel Craig. But what about a prequel to Bond and how we got the job working for M- uh, MI6 and leading up to that? Um, it was called Casino Royale. The, the very, very beginning of Casino Royale. Yeah, yeah that's Before it a weird, comes to double O. That's a yeah. weird one, too, because it's it's technically a prequel, and it's a reboot. And it's a sequel. And oh. it's a sequel, yeah, exactly. It kinda, it, I don't think it's a prequel. It's 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 his origin. Yeah, but that's, that's a, prequel. a prequel. No, but he's an agent right. at that point. It, she's saying, you know, what he's doing. I don't know if he's at boarding school or something like that before. <laughs> See, I've always loved the... I'm a license to cheat. He's sitting in front of his... Someone uh, stole our mascot. (laughs) (laughs) I've always... sitting in front of his career... Oh, 007, we are a college student. Where did you get that notice? (laughs) Come over here and I'll show you my student money (laughs) penny. So they could show him in grade school. He's killing other students and sitting in front of the uh, career counselor like, I... I just don't see where else we could put you other than, you know, a uh, professional assassin. <laughs> don't eat your meat if you're not have your pudding! <laughs> see, I've always, I've always loved the theory that they, the actual name of James Bond is a code name. 
that they just bequeath to whoever, whatever agent they, they deem is their 007. So what is he, Herschel Lipschitz or something? Could be. <laughs> it would yeah. actually explain why, you know. Hi, like, what's Herschel doing these days? <laughs> 18 guys have played him. And <laughs> yeah, well, we like the last James Bond a lot better than you, more. Seriously, pussy hound. <laughs> Actually, no, the next one was Timothy Dalton. Oh, God. I can't get in a fist fight. I have a lady. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty much like every Roger Moore James Bond movie should have just been called, Oh, look, a lady. He'd be in kung fu fights with a martini glass in one hand. <laughs> exactly. Taking down a pack of ninjas. And actually, if you, look, if you go through a list of the worst Bond girls ever, they're almost exclusively Roger Moore women. <clears throat> Maude Adams. Maud Adams, Octopussy, um, what's your name? Oh, shit. Oh, Holly Goodhead. What about, um, Christmas? Oh, do- oh, Christmas Jones? Yeah. Jesus. She's actually gone down as the worst Bond girl in history. <laughs> Denise right. Richards is wearing a halter top, booty shorts, and she's a nuclear physicist. Now, was I the only one that ever cheered when, um, Terry Hatcher was killed? Oh, we all did. Okay. That, 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 that cheer was heard nationwide. <laughs> yeah, actually, I saw the poster for uh, The World Is Not Enough a few days ago, and it's like, they got the one girl who's, like, very regal and elegant, and there's Denise Richards with her lips, like, just, like, burnt, you know, parsed, and she's, like, slouching, just like this. <laughs> I'm sassy. Yeah. Right, Charlie? <laughs> the only reason why they named her Christmas Jones is that terrible joke at the very, very end. I thought Christmas only came once a year. (laughs) She squirted. (laughs) Ooh. And it's hush filled the room. (laughs) All right, let's move on to some um, prequels that are actually either coming out or have come out. The Thing came out about two or three weeks ago. Apparently, it was dreadful. Who's seen it? None of us have. All I know is that it's the, the first crew. To unearth the the thing, and then they all get slaughtered, and then wait for Kurt Russell's. They, they team. Oh, it's a prequel. They yeah. Leave, yeah, they leave a note, but it, it gets lost. And yeah, like, exactly. Oh, where did everyone go? I don't know. The beds are made. Let's just put our <laughs> shit in here. <laughs> hey, what's that head with spider legs doing crawling around? <laughs> ah, fucking cat. <laughs> all I know is it starred Ramona Flowers. It did. Yeah, she, and she was like the only... No, uh, what's his name? Stellan Skarsgård. Skarsgård. Hey, we need a Swede. Call Stellan. <laughs> Another prequel, uh, big hit at the box office this week, Puss in Boots. Okay. I have no desire to see this. My, my love for the Shrek movies and anything associated with them is just substantially dropped in the last five years. I would be interested in seeing it. I, I bet it would be clever. Uh, you know, I'm I, sure it'll make I, a I decent saw, rental. I was at my brother's and we were watching, I think, Shrek the Third. Uh-huh. And, you know, my tension quickly wavered after the first three four, five seconds, maybe. <laughs> and then I had to keep asking, like, is this still the same movie? Because <laughs> I couldn't tell. You know, out of all of the sequels that they could have made to the Shrek series, yeah. Puss in Boots is probably the one that has the most interest for me. Yeah. Because well, I think Antonio you know, Banderas may have paid for that movie himself. He may have. <laughs> I need more work. I only watched Shrek, the Shrek series, until Shrek 2, and Puss in Boots was the only reason I really liked Shrek 2. Exactly. He was the only reason to like Shrek 2. Yeah. I want to start in a movie again. Well, you're kinda... gonna have to use the fucking cat again, yeah. Antonio, because we ain't gonna hey, stick you know, your anything face. to get him out of the house and away from Melanie Griffith, I guess, is a good oh, idea. We well, her lips are taking up half of it, and her <laughs> collagen injected lips are taking up half the parlor. 
Can we make an Assassin's 2? Hey, I don't know that, Antonio. I'm kind of busy. <laughs> Doing what, I ask? <laughs> uh, uh. Another one that's coming up, and we were discussing this before the show, Prometheus, the alien prequel. Which, you know, first was it an alien prequel, then now it wasn't it an alien prequel, now it is again. Is Ridley Scott doing it? Yes. yes he is. It'll be good. I assure you it'll be good. Yeah, I'm hoping that it's a Ridley Scott that shows up for Gladiator and Alien and Blade Runner and not the Ridley Scott that showed up for a good year. Why haven't they redone Blade Runner? Glad you brought that up, actually. I think that's an excellent choice. No, seriously, why haven't they done it? Sam Worthington would be wonderful. (laughs) I sent you a link that they were considering redoing. Yeah, well, yeah, that's been on the that's been on the books for years. Oh, they'll do it. Within two years, you'll see a Blade Runner. Or you'll hear about a Blade Runner. Really yeah, same right. It's it's one of those weird, but it's one of those weird properties though. That's almost like it's hallowed ground for so many nerds. It's uh, like they don't you dare ever because touch Star it. Trek isn't Andy. That's true. They're gonna that's redo true. it. Well, do you remember how many people bitched and moaned about the Star Trek thing until it came out and they saw how awesome it was? No, I didn't hear now anybody can't wait for the next one. Yeah, yeah. With um, Benicio del Toro. As, As a con-like character, if not con. He's supposed to be a seducer of women? I know, he's not that good looking, but then again, neither was Muthelbun. But he has he the chest. He was back then. Yeah. He had the chest. I still think Gerard Butler would have made an awesome con. That's oh, absolutely. Yeah. That'd be a great idea. Although it'd be kind of odd, odd having a Scottish con. <laughs> <laughs> ah, cattle con. <laughs> All right, now here's some um, me, here's some remakes that are coming up. Red Dawn. This movie's been in the can for two years and it still hasn't come out yet. Hmm. With Chris Hemsworth and um, a bunch of other guys. Oh, it wasn't like um, Tom Hanks' son. Ugh. Colin Hanks? Yeah. No, he's too old for that now. Oh, but I thought he was in the he was in the works at one point. He may have been. No, he's in Dexter. But they had like they, they filmed the entire movie, and I think they were supposed to be like Chinese or something. And then after the movie was done, they had second thoughts and turned them into like Koreans. Like every mention of the word Chinese was changed <laughs> with Koreans, and they're really just counting on us to not know the difference. So let me get this straight. All. So let me get this straight. The Chinese invade America. I mean, yeah. the, the Koreans invade America. Yep. I'm so Love Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another one. Uh, Akira. They're remaking that as a live-action movie. There's no way. Is that anime? Yes. yes. Akira's awesome. I You've never seen Akira? It's, it's no. one of the most... Like but for non-anime fans, it's like one of the most accessible anime movies. Yeah. That and Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. 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 I didn't actually like that one that much either. I thought it was okay, but then again, it's one of those things that you've immersed yourself in anime. Yeah. I personally don't like it all that much, but those I did like. I liked Akira, and I really liked Ghost in the Shell. Alright. So. I could see how that would be an action movie, an easy action movie. Is there a fat guy who drools? (laughs) Usually there's a fat guy who drools. There's a dreamy guy with long hair, and there's a fat guy who drools. Now, actually, all the characters in Akira are pretty, um, pretty slovenly. Yeah, it's true. Bunch of jerks. <laughs> Although, Kaneda's bike is pretty cool. Yeah, the, the bike is kind of cool. It looks like a big red light cycle. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the next movie on the remakes that's coming up is Dune. 
Who's in it? Um, they don't have. They haven't cast anything yet. The only person who's really been confirmed is John Hodgman, Who? who's on the Daily Show. It, you know him from the I'm a Mac, I'm a PC. Oh yeah, he's the PC. <clears throat> Who the hell is he going to be? Uh, Thufer Howitt. Oh, okay. So Peter Berg. So it's always a human PC. Exactly. There you go. Uh, Peter Berg is supposed to be directing it, and I guess they're just trying to get as close to the book as humanly possible. Is I Gary Busey's him. son going to be the sting part? <laughs> that would be awesome. I will kill him. No, it'd be more like, I'll kill him. I'll kill him. Of course, Lit would be playing in the background. Also, Robocop. This has been on the block for years. Of course, come on. That has to be done. Total Recall, starring Colin Farrell. That one's actually coming out next year. I thought it was Sam Worthington. No, no, actually, I mistook that because there's another Schwarzenegger movie they're remaking. Commando. With Sam Worthington. Sam Worthington makes any movie he's in worse. It would be worse, yeah. It's the anti-Paul Rudd. I don't know, Andy complains. I think he makes Andy a little moist. Because I think he likes him. I don't think if I actually liked him in any movies. Clash of the Titans, no. Avatar, no. Uh, Terminator Salvation, didn't even bother watching that one. Salvation. Wait, wait. Wasn't Salvation he, was alright. Wasn't he in uh, <clears throat> X-Men 3? No. Really? No. You're thinking of Warren Worthington, the, who the have, character yes. of Angel. Have you been drinking? No. Dude, dude he's wasted on that root beer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Strong and stuff you brought me. Yeah. Finally, <laughs> Adam begged us to talk about this one. Footloose. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh my god, this everybody one cut, everybody cut. <laughs> now this is actually I can't dance. Can you cause I can't. They actually I, apparently this is like a true remake. They actually have the uh, the cop that pulls Ren over and Yeah, like, and he takes his metal he, he driver's license and like scrapes his chin yeah, with, with it. the with the cassette tape, the metal yeah. health cassette tape. <laughs> <laughs> Rock and roll is outlawed! Oh, actually, much remember yesterday? Mike and I did a um, did a training yesterday, and I had an iPad. I had some music loaded up on it. I'm like, I'm just gonna play some. I'm gonna hit a song real quick, and it was a Footloose soundtrack, yeah. and it was me- Metal Health. And your coworker Julie was just like, "What the hell are you doing?" And I'm like, pumping my fist to the like the opening strains, like that. Hey, have a little respect. Kevin yeah. Dubro was found dead during a, after a cocaine <laughs> overdose. On a hooker's chest or something <laughs> in a hotel. So I just, I just have to interject just a, one little thing. This, about Kevin Dubrow? That, that this this whole concept of like a whole town outlawing rock and roll and like because it leads to depravity. Now I've actually been to a university and I won't mention the name here in the United States that outlaws dancing on campus. Spontaneous fits of joy is how they define it. Are banned. On campus, no dancing. So it's the most unhappy college ever. It's a Christian college. Oh, so okay. did you show up and try to be the renegade? <laughs> to, to turn things around. I was taking the students outside the borders of the college and. Uh, Who's taking, that wacky dude with the mohawk who likes to dance? Taking them to the bars. Did Did you do a whole montage in a in an empty barn where it wasn't you? Yeah, this, this college wouldn't happen to rhyme with Bob Jones University, would it? <laughs> Were you wearing a, sl- a, a thin leather tie? I did get taken off the job, though. I'll tell you that. Oh, okay. 
Alright, let's move on. Uh, upcoming sequels. Beverly Hills Cop 4, otherwise known as Eddie's Gotta Eat. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie's got child support names. <laughs> the Tower Heist didn't do nearly well enough. Oh, God, no, and that, that, that Oscar paycheck isn't going to be able to pay the bills. <laughs> you mean that he hasn't been riding the daddy daycare gravy train? <laughs> like, isn't that paying his bills? Come on. You know what? He, you know where he's missing the boat on where he could be making some income? Writing the book on the surefire way of losing a surefire Oscar win. I was going to say the full body gym, because Wesley Snipes is breaking it in right now. <laughs> Seriously, when he was nominated, he was going to win. He was all, he was assured a win for Dreamgirls. Then Norbit came out during the Academy Award voting period. <laughs> Which was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's move is, on to another... Is that another movie where the black guy stars as a, as a big fat what, black woman? Black woman, yes, exactly. And she, of course she's got to sing the Pussycats, girl, you know, the Pussycat Dolls song. Don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like me? Um, now see the movie you've already seen. I've it! A hundred times before. Ghibli Green! Guy, a fat black lady who's really a black man in a really big fat suit. Complete with dancing scenes. Farting scenes! And of course, sex scenes, yeah! Ain't you want your girlfriend who's hot? That's me! Guy and fat black lady who's really a black man in a really big bat suit! It's the second best bat suit movie in at least four months! Alright, let's move on to another washed up has been uh, Nicolas Cage and Ghost Rider 2. I like comic books. Fine, you can be Ghost Rider. Yep. <laughs> in this one, he actually pisses fire in one scene. And he's got a son. Wow, Who so. happens to be a demon seed as well. So they're just feeding off of his real life. <laughs> like, Nicholas, how was your morning? I think I pissed blood again. <laughs> Alright, we're going to turn that to fire in the movie. How's your family life? My children hate me, the ones I know about. <laughs> you ever see um, Andy Sandberg do yes. Nicholas Cage? He doesn't look anything like him. He sounds exact, but he oh, sounds... Yeah. Wait a minute. You're telling me there's a movie about a dog who talks? How was I not in that one? <laughs> The Book of Presidential Secrets. <laughs> wait, wait, so Ghost Rider's got his son on a, what, a little hell tricycle? Yes, I think so. It's, it's like it's like hell's big wheel. It's got like big spikes on the, the big wheel. I'd like to hear the commercial for that one. <laughs> hey, kids! They're going to sell a lot of toys. Yeah. Now you can light fire! Hades getting you down! Sadly, though, with the cheap Chinese plastic, the fumes would end up killing all the kids. <laughs> but so they were already in hell. Yeah. Do you, do you think that they're going to make, like, an action figure where, you know, fire shoots out of the, the groin of the... <laughs> like that... The, you like, can attach like fire a, to your groin now! <laughs> like it has, like, a little striker on the back and it just throws sparks out of the front? No, you just, no just, they just give you lighter fluid. Yeah, put in the back of it. Oh, man. And they, they right. made well, for, it, for the cheap models, you just got a plastic fire, you just stick it in your... Yeah. Alright, um, last one on the list of sequels. 21 Jump Street. Yeah. Now, Mike, explain why this is a sequel. Because they mentioned in the trailer that it was a revival of an 80s program. Nice. Okay. And it stars Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill. Thin Jonah Hill. Yeah. Which freaks me out. Weird Jonah Hill. Yeah. yeah. Leave him fat. Everything, everything about Jonah Hill that made him endearing, the fatness and the Jufro, 
gone. But he's still trying to do that Jonah Hill comedy in the show. Which is just, it doesn't work anymore. No. It's a failed, failed experiment. Yeah. Alright, let's move on to some of our wish list of what we wish would be made into prequels, sequels, remakes, and reboots. Jim, why don't we start with you? I'll give you the list. Oh, thank you. Um. Oh, let me give you that stuff. Sorry. You had a wish list, too. So, get a couple of those. Well... I'd like to start with um, Rocky versus Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> yo, Adrian, get off! Yo, get off Adrian's face, you guys! <laughs> yo, uh, another one would be um, thirty-two candles, sixteen candles too. <laughs> Sam realizes the shallow bohunk she married is. Relevant to her life as the two tight members only jacket he insists on wearing. She sees her life coming full circle when her 14-year-old daughter's dream of fame is realized when she's chosen as a finalist in a nationwide search to be the new face of Gardasil vaccine. Uh, uh, Cocoon 3, Cocoon in Cancun. That's brilliant. Oh, that, that works. That works so. It well. really does. Gutenberg limbos. Brimley hates Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably a pinata involved. These are ones we found online. A couple of them are on our own. Brimley, Brimley hates Mexicans. <laughs> oh God. Uh, pay it backward. <laughs> that nice. In a fit of otherworldly revenge for being stabbed to death at the end of Pay It Forward, <laughs> zombie Haley Joel Osment returns from the grave, performing bad acts against three people and encouraging them to do the same. A nationwide Pay It Backward movement begins until the ultimate goal is reached. Horrible retribution against those responsible for Pay It Forward. <laughs> <laughs> We had the Jerry Maguire one. That's my favorite. Yeah, Jerry Maguire 2, show me more money. <laughs> Rod Tidwell's ready to rene- renegotiate his contract and is prepared to hold out. You had me at franchise tag. Here's a good one. Juana Man 2, more man than ever. <laughs> After being discovered playing in the WNBA in Juana Man, a.k.a. Jamal Jeffries finds out himself, herself, out of work again. This time, Jeffries decides to go drag again as a female gymnast, only to find out that the European girls have bigger cojones than he does. <laughs> nice. Alright. Are you handing it over to me now? Yeah. Let's read one, then we'll get to our actual wish list. <laughs> Which one are we point to? Castaway 2, Wilson's Revenge. <laughs> Just as Tom Hanks settled into his new life, an old friend returns to settle a score. Wilson's back and he's pissed. <laughs> field of Dreams 2. Ray Kinsella's magical baseball field is now a major tourist attraction. Then the voice returns. <laughs> if you tear it down, they will leave. <laughs> nice. Oh my god. Alright. Hey, why don't we move on to some of the uh, the stuff we had on our own wish list here. Adam, why don't you start? Because you're going to get the ball rolling with some of these prequels that you want to talk about. Yeah, uh, I'd like to see another Rocky movie. Alright, but a you prequel. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
You know, I think uh, I think it could get weird with it. You know, Rocky and Oxford. Ro- Rocky. <laughs> Rocky's just you know he's getting started and uh, mixed not quite an old weirdo, but he's. <laughs> hey Mick, uh, feeling kind of uncomfortable. You still watching me when I shower? <laughs> Mick, you look Rock. You're looking good. You're looking real good, kid. <laughs> Mick, I'm uh, I'm toweling off here. <laughs> hey Rocky, you dropped your soap. <laughs> You can never take too many showers. <laughs> Hit the showers, Rock. Uh, Move the sh- Mick, Mick, I just got here. And, uh, what are you doing in my house? <laughs> Move the towel away from the glory hole. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, that got dark real fast. Yeah. yeah. You had another one with Stallone, too, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Rambo. Yeah, Rambo would be... Actually, Rambo's... Yeah. Uh, the first Rambo is friggin' awesome, and I'm sure they could come up with some way to give us a... To, I mean, reboot. I don't care. Reboot it. Yeah. Do something awesome. Or, hey, here's something even better you can do. Show him back show, in Nam. Show him in Nam, but he's actually not like a human killing machine. Yeah, he's, he's actually, like, gentlemen, like, please, I'm trying to read this book here. <laughs> <laughs> Must you curse so? Like, Wait a minute, but when you do that, you really need to have Jimi Hendrix's All Along the Watchtower <laughs> right. playing. Doom, 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 and the doom. one time, like he's like goaded into killing somebody, he's gonna slit their throat, and then they explode because that's what happens <laughs> in Rambo movies. Yeah, he's an accountant. <laughs> oh boy, he's actually the cook. Yeah, uh, Jim, what do you got for for your your wish list? Well, I would like to see for a prequel. I would really like to see meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see what series of events and. Tripper's life led him to being a 47-year-old camp counselor trying to pick up 13-year-old girls. I'd also like to see a prequel to Roadhouse. Yeah. But not about Patrick Swayze. I'd like to see Sam Elliott. (laughs) What did Sam Elliott do? Where was he? What was his job? I'm going to say taxidermist. (laughs) Wherever he was, he was old and grizzled. Give me that skunk. It's not dead yet, Sam! Doesn't matter. He's dropped into a coma, can only grow a mustache during that coma period. I think this looks great. Get me a Coors. It's the banquet beer. (laughs) It's going to sound a lot more jolly. Yeah, like you're saying that through three feet of mustache. That's right. <laughs> On a rascal scooter. <laughs> Mike, what do you got? All right, I've got... I'd like to see a prequel to Goonies, The Tale of One-Eyed Willie. <laughs> Sounds like a porno. It, it, it could be. Yeah, like it's it's on the Tale of One-Eyed Willie. You find it on the rack next you to Forrest Hump. <laughs> You can have a lot of really disappointed, like, single guys walking out of that movie like, what the hell was that? They could go to Conquest Video behind the discreet rear entrance. Hey! This isn't a porn! Actually, the sad thing is, though, Jim, if, if, there were, if they, they did come out with this, your wife would just be like, oh, finally, let's jump on this Goonies thing now so no one ridicules me 30 years after it comes out. And then having her walk out with just, like, her eyes wide open, her mouth agape, like... <laughs> it's true. Um, I'd like to see a remake of The Black Cauldron, but live action. Which could be good. You film it in New Zealand. Yeah. Because every fantasy movie needs to be filmed in New Zealand. Sure. Would Sean Astin show up with some freaking cockamamie <laughs> environmental message for I think everybody? he could be the voice of Gurgi. <laughs> oh, God. 
They really did rip that off from the movie. Holy shit. And finally, I'd like to see a sequel to Big Trouble in Little China. That I would like to see. And that's been in the works forever. Yeah. They left the they left it open right at the end. Well, yeah, there was a monster stuck to his his uh, yeah. tailpipe. <laughs> Check is in the mail. <laughs> Great movie. I love that movie. Could be one of the greatest John Carpenter movies ever. Yeah. All right. As for myself, is I'm it, like, is there anything British? And this on my list, actually, yes. no. That's a lie. Keep no. going. All right. So uh, for a pre- prequel, I'd like to see a prequel to Inglorious Bastards. Uh, Lieutenant Rain rises. <laughs> where essentially he's slaughtering kids in the schoolyard who are picking on him for his weird accent and his terrible ability to uh, to speak Italian. <laughs> I love that part of the movie. <laughs> um, my sequel was actually also my reboot choice, uh, Vacation, National Lampoon's Vacation, where Rusty takes the kids to closing a Wally world. Uh, he's still It's Johnny Galecki. He's the sensible one. Uh, Audrey is then played by Juliette Lewis, who is just a an eccentric weirdo, like in real life. Yeah. Herself, then. Okay, and Chevy Lewis. Chase shows up and just reminds people that he's still alive and he's not funny. I was in Community, you know. <laughs> Are you Joe uh, McHale? No, then I don't care. Hey, did you see Modern Problems? <laughs> nope. Uh. I would also actually like to see a sequel slash reboot to Ghostbusters. And well, this, this is an- I thought they are doing. This that. is another one that's like they don't know what they're doing. If you if you listen to Dan Aykroyd, it's going to be the original cast and Bill Murray is dead and playing a ghost. If you listen to anybody who actually might have any interest in making it interesting, they want to bring in newer guys to play like the replacement Ghostbusters, but still keep the original cast to you know train them. So like a Seth Rogen, Paul Rudd um, type of Channing Tatum, thing. yeah, Channing Tatum, Anna Faris, that type of. I actually can, heard can Rick Moranis still be in the movie? Yeah, I actually heard a rumor that Rick Moranis might come out of re- retirement for this role alone. I, I, I'd imagine that that would actually be kind of fun. Yeah. And um, for my uh, remake... I'm glad they're taking their time so they don't fuck it up. Like oh, they, they can still with, do it. Like, like, you know, they can absolutely fuck it up. Uh, I mean, it's only been... Well, it's actually been 22 years since uh, Ghostbusters 2. Holy shit, it's been 22 really? years since Ghostbusters 2. Wow. Wow, never mind. He's got a Carpathian kitten loss. He misses his kitten. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mr. Vigo. That movie was horrible. What, Ghostbusters 2? Oh, I thought it was awful. It's what? not the worst sequel ever made. I thought it was very amusing. And then for my remake, uh, Fritz Lang's Metropolis, because it's been 90 years. I think it's time that somebody talked it. No, no, that's not British. That's German. German, yes. It is pretentious, though. It, it is very pretentious. Nice. Nine. German pretentious? No, it's not. Hey, it's if, a Fritz, if, if Fritz Frohlang actually didn't leave, uh, he didn't leave Germany, we wouldn't have heard of Lenny Reffenstahl. You know what I'm guys are saying? Huh? 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 Mm-hmm. Hey, never mind. Yeah. All right. So let's move on. We actually have a little project that we're going to try to do here. Uh, we were all assigned a, a topic. And what we're going to do is we're all going to draw um, a piece of paper out of a hat. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to pick, first of all, whether or not it's going to be a prequel, a reboot, a sequel, or a remake. We're going to pick an actor, an actress, a director, and a title. Okay, here's a good one. Uh, stop or guess who will shoot my mama's babysitter and throw her from the train. Okay. All right, so we're going to start with the uh, first thing we're going to pick is going to be a remake of 
All right. No, no. Who's I'm got the movie titles? I've got the you got the movie titles? All right, put the movie titles in. All right. I forgot what I was drawing. Do the movie title first. Who wants yep. to draw one? You draw your own. Okay. Go ahead. Because I can't. I'm gonna... Most of us can't read our own writing. So. Okay. It's a remake of... Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Okay. Starring... Um, any one of the assorted paranormal romance actors. <laughs> and uh, Katie Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> and directed by Tim Burton. Awesome. Oh, well, Andy's oh. going to like it. Uh, actually, that's gonna be you know good. what? This could actually work. Bedknobs and Broomsticks directed by Tim, Tim Burton. Burton. could actually work. Now, now, by the assorted paranormal... Either the Lautner... What is it? Um... Oh, Pattinson. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, I, I don't know. They're all the same. Wait, is he playing like the stodgy British guy role? Of course. And Katie Holmes is playing the uh, Angela Lansbury <laughs> role. Perfect. Oh, my God. Katie That's a license to print money. Katie Holmes in the, in the role of a lifetime. Actually, you know, the coolest thing about that would be if it was, in fact, directed by Tim Burton is that all like the animated stuff. Like, the cartoon anime stuff would be all, like, Henry Selleck type of stop motion. <laughs> that actually might be pretty cool. Moving on. Moving on. Next one. It is going to be All right, a... people, listeners, are you writing this down? Yeah, this write is, these down, Hollywood. Money-making ideas. Next one's going to be a sequel to... We've got... Twilight. A dark and gritty Twilight. A dark and gritty Twilight. Okay. <laughs> Starring uh, Jack Elam. He was the uh, proctologist from The Cannonball Run. <laughs> He's going to go very well with uh, Mila Kunis then. <laughs> Alright, so I'm picturing that Edward ages at a rapid succession. <laughs> after realizing that after hundreds and hundreds of years he should have stopped chasing 17 year olds. Yeah. And he settles down with a fine career. Yeah. Proctology. Myla Kunis actually outacts a rock, which is something that uh, Katie Katie Holmes could not do. Oh, uh, Kristen Kristen Stewart. Oh, <laughs> could not do at all. Yeah, she sucks. Next one. My sister likes her though. Oh yeah, she loves her. All right, next one is going to be a remake of. Are these all just mixed here? up? Yeah. Oh, the Black Hole. Remake of the Black Hole. Well, this is actually brought up earlier, yeah. starring. Mickey Rourke. <laughs> and? Uh, Jason Bateman. <laughs> Justine Bateman. Justine oh, ba Justine Bateman? Justine Bateman. Yeah, you had the oh, girls. Okay, sorry. Yeah, wow. That's, that's why I asked they're mixed up. I'm like, I've got some dudes in here. Well, this could work. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it could work. You have uh, Mickey Rourke playing Reinhardt, the creepiest Reinhardt in the world. <laughs> of course, the sad thing is when Maximilian tries to kill him at the end, those, those razors just can't get through that leathery, leathery <laughs> flesh of his. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> and Justine Bateman plays uh, um, Anthony Perkins part. Yeah, Anthony Perkins part. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Have uh, it be a check. All right, next one. A uh, sequel to um, Pete's Dragon. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Starring Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm sorry. Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde and... Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> Perfect. Alright guys, what are, you, what are you seeing for that one? I'm seeing the dragon being realistic. Really realistic. Yeah. <laughs> and torching the ass off Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> I'm going to do the world the favor that it's always begged for. <laughs> yeah, so, alright, let's move on to another one. Okay, we got a remake of... Blade Runner. Blade Runner, starring 
Jane Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> this is perfect. Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> so you're a replicant, right? Replicant? Right? Replicant? Decker, are you a replicant? You keep bobbing your shoulders up and down. <laughs> Every word that comes out of your mouth, your shoulders go up and down. What the hell's going on? Now, who does Jane Lynch play? Does she play Pris? That's right. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Jane Absolutely. Lynch is a pleasure bot. <laughs> Brought forth for the future. She doesn't attack guys, though. I'm not 100% sure who that is. <laughs> All right, let's do about two more of these. All right, we got a prequel to... to... Let's see. Creature from the Black Lagoon. Ooh, starring... American Ninja star Michael Dudikoff. <laughs> Megan Fox is the terrible. creature. She's definitely the creature. <laughs> Who decides to go swimming and pretending that she's a great actress. And Michael Dudikoff beats the crap out, out of her, turning into the creature. <laughs> Michael Dudikoff. And then goes back to work at Arby's. <laughs> now, do you think he works at the drive-thru or do you think he's like the fry guy? Yeah, I, <laughs> I think he slices the Angus roast beef. Alright, next one. He's in a movie. Shut up. <laughs> uh, we just do Shut it. up and make those tater tots. Make those tots. <laughs> All right, get a remake of the Flintstones. Ooh, starring. You go first. Oh, I haven't been pulling these. Oh, I get directed uh, here. Amanda Seyfried. Amanda Seyfried yeah. and Arsenio Hall. Directed by. <laughs> Excellent. M Night Shyamalan. <laughs> <laughs> What did we say? That's what I'm going to stick myself in the movie. <laughs> I'm Mr. Slate. I could be the garbage man. I could be the woodpecker that they use as a typewriter. Who knows? <laughs> it turns out that Bam Bam was dead all along. <laughs> Bam Bam. <laughs> that's, one of, that's another one of my favorite uh, uh, sunny episodes. When they're like, She's like, did you know that the, the guy in the sixth sense with the toupee? <laughs> <What? laughs> <That> was... <laughs> oh boy, what do I got here? I got a um I've done a lot of prequels. I'm gonna go into sequel to The Monster Squad. Ooh. Scarlett Johansson. And Kane Hodder, <laughs> star of Friday the 13th. Directed by Brian Singer. Oh, nice. <laughs> well, all I know is that all the boys. Are gonna are gonna be like closeting themselves because that's pretty much what all of Brian Singer's movies are about. Scarlett Johansson is the one to try to tempt them all, and well, Kane Hodder plays all of the monsters. <laughs> <laughs> all right, one more, one more. I'm gonna go with reboot because I haven't picked a single reboot out of here yet. So reboot of. Um. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Oh no! Wait, wait, I I did have a backup list. Yep. City limits. City limits. Okay. With Jennifer Aniston. And Jason Statham. Perfect! <laughs> Directed by Judd Apatow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess there'll be a lot of pot. Yeah, he's, <laughs> and he's going to have to put his kids in there somehow, and his, now, and his wife. City Limits, what is that? That was the MST3K episode where the biker gang goes to the city. And Limits. there's like, um, yeah, go to the City Limits. It's got Kim Cattrall oh. and um, James Earl Jones. Oh, you know, it just made me think of, of an excellent prequel that I should have mentioned. Yeah. City Slickers. 
Oh, yeah. City slickers. So. But have it as curly as a young man. <laughs> Getting raped by cat like the, like the cow hands. That's what turned him so tough. I, I just haven't seen Billy Crystal being in a while, brutally and I'm like, tortured by the Cheyenne. <laughs> Turn him into the man that he is today. Why is your skin still wrinkly? Aren't you like three? When did Jack Palance die? Oh, was he dead during that movie? Yeah, he so, may have been. Man. Like a nobody told him. Off. You're yeah. dead, Jack. What? Like, all right, um, he's supposed to be dead anyway. Do we have to report this? Let's just leave him in the movie for a few days. He's still still moving around. Give him, a, give him a line. Uh, all right. Well, that was that was a pretty fun conversation. Yeah, yeah we gotta like do these again. I love these imaginary movie shows. We gotta we gotta find a new one. Maybe we'll do one of just Bond movies at some point. <laughs> That's a great idea. That is a fantastic idea. Yeah, we each take a dirty word and we put them together and make some title. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like Mad Libs. Yeah, pretty much. One of us, one of us, come up with verbs, adjectives, a noun, and a dirty word, and there's your Bond title. They'll have to have Judy Dench as as, as M, just because. And Helen Mirren can be in it to show her boobs. Okay. You only fuck always. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a gun in my pants? <laughs> <laughs> of course, there's a woman, in, a silhouetted woman in flames dancing along. <laughs> Jonah Hill is James Bond. <laughs> oh God! Yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on to some of the segments here. Uh, first off, stupid, stupid. You guys are all fans of uh, Saturday Night Live, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Any of you guys watch the um? The, the streaming SNL and Netflix. Mm. I've watched like the first five seasons. They're you know full episodes. Yeah, full, great. Yeah, fantastic B- music. Yeah, all the skits. Oh yeah. Was Paul right. Simon on it? I'm a sure lot. Quite a few. Yeah. A lot. Have they done the episodes after that? Uh, they have. Really? They've actually done. They're they're actually segmented. There's SNL in the seventies, the eighties, the nineties, and the aughts. Um, I, I got a little curious. I started watching. My favorite season of SNL is the eighty six eighty seven season. It wasn't the eighty one eighty two season. Oh no, the eighty eighty one season. Yeah, yeah. Holy Come on, that was fuck. fantastic. Right? What a terror! Oh my god. <laughs> what was that cast? That was oh that was, that was after cast they dumped of everyone. Denny Dillon, oh. Gilbert Godfrey, oh. Charles Rocket, and featuring Eddie Murphy. Wasn't Randy Quaid in there? <laughs> no, that was the eighty five eighty six season. Oh, okay. That's with Anthony Michael Hall, Joan Cusack, <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> That's right. So sad that I know all this, but yes. anyway, I, I figured I was going to watch some of my favorite episodes of SNL, sat down, turned on one of the greatest episodes ever, the William Shatner episode. You remember that? You remember the William Shatner episode, oh, yeah. right, Mike? Where uh, Shatner tells all the Star Trek nerds to get a life. Before I, I answer any more questions, there's something I wanted to say. I, I, having received all your letters over the years, and, 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 and I've spoken to many of you, and some of you have traveled, you know, hundreds of miles to, to be here, I'd just like to say... Get a life, will you, people? <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I mean for, for crying out loud, it's, it's just a TV show. <laughs> I mean, look at you. Look at the way you're dressed. Uh, you, 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 you've turned an enjoyable little job that I did as a lark for a few uh, years into a colossal waste of time. I mean, I mean how old are you people? Yep, you remember that, right? Oh, yeah. Guess what doesn't appear in that SNL episode? Let me guess. Shatner telling all the nerds to get to life. Exactly. Uh, okay. They also cut out the other most famous skit from that, the uh, the lost ending to It's a Wonderful Life, where they beat up Mr. Potter. <laughs> <laughs> um, in fact, the William Shatner uh, show is only 18 minutes long, 
And if you go through the entire list, none of them go over 45 minutes. I can understand them cutting the music out because they couldn't secure the well, rights. Most for all like all on, the demand, music. on demand cuts all the music out. Yeah, it makes sense because they, they can't secure the rights to the music. It's 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 an impossible task to try to do that. Yeah, I completely understand that. That like on the um, remember when Dennis Miller used to do Weekend Update? They always had like a like a song playing. Yeah, yeah. they they turned it to stock music. It's understandable. Why are they editing their own material though, and just and just leaving in the most boring sketches? Maybe they couldn't secure the rights from Shatner. They couldn't secure rights for anybody. If you're appearing on that show, you would think that those rights are the uh, the rights of SNL. Yeah. I don't think they've signed off to you for SNL. Yeah, to, to rerun. Yeah, so I, I if don't you look at a comp, if you look at a compilation somewhere, I assure you the Shatner. Yeah, you can find you can you can't find much on YouTube though. No. Like, SNL's gotten rid of a, a lot of stuff on YouTube. Like, Hulu's got a lot of yeah, it. Yeah, I think I think probably NBC's got some kind of agreement they going get, with Hulu. Yeah, exactly. So if you want to see the Event. brilliant Kardashians divorce thing from this past weekend, you've got to watch it on <laughs> <Oopsie>. Hulu. <laughs> I got divorced. Can you believe that I am old enough to have a daughter who's getting divorced? Yes, right. Four sisters. <laughs> Great. Fantastic stuff. So, yes, SNL. Stupid, stupid for... Seriously, cutting their their shows up. Yeah, eighteen minutes isn't isn't that's for um, Saturday Night Live. That's a commercial break. Yeah, I mean, I, I can understand some terrible episodes like the Sam Kennison episode. <laughs> oh my god! Whoa, whoa! He was high on a lot of cocaine on that episode. I don't know if it's fair to say he did cocaine. He was high on a lot of things all throughout <laughs> the eighties. Maybe not exclusively cocaine. <laughs> Cocaine maybe mixed with a lot of other things, like a highball. No, highball is cocaine, I think. It's cocaine. I, I it's thought cocaine. it was cocaine with How heroin. How do you know? How do you think delicious. we prepare for these shows? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to Trailer Park. Keeping in the uh, spirit of the prequel, sequels, remakes, and reboots, there is a sequel to American Pie coming out, gentlemen, and it's called American Reunion. Mm. Let's take a look. One of these days, he's going to be able to go to bed on his own, right? Ladies, better be working hard. You weren't hired for your looks. Actually, you were. <laughs> Not you. Mmm, dinner smells great. And don't forget, we still have to watch Real Housewives. Hey, Kev, you know who my favorite housewife is? You. The reunion. You in? Seems like everyone's actually going. <laughs> hey, guys, you made it. <laughs> What's up, class of 99ers? We're going to party together? Hell yeah. Just like old times. Let's make this reunion our bitch. Cheers. You're a lucky man, Oz. Hey, guys, do you need a stare? Yes. Yes, we do need a stare. Looks like a high school party. With high school chicks. I love the Twilight books. New Moon is my favorite. <laughs> Mine too. Oh, my God. It's like we have so much in common. <laughs> Okay, well, guess who, who couldn't find work after the American Pie series ended? Eugene Levy? Uh, well, he actually did. Chris <laughs> Klein had, like, three movies that all bombed. Yep, so. Jason Biggs had a bunch of movies that bombed. Um, Mina Savari? After American Beauty, what did she do? Nothing. Exactly. Uh, Tara Reid is a punchline. 
Allison Hannigan's probably had the most success out of all of them. Yeah, the, the ones that had the most success after the shows were the, the movies were over were The Band Chick, The Creepy Asian Guy, John Cho, yeah. and Stifler. What has he done? Well, he was in The Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> he was oh, in The, the rundown. rundown. The Rundown. That was a great rundown. Rundown. That's that's awesome. a good movie, yeah. It's a fun movie. But yeah, no, it's it's sad. It's sad. But the other problem with that too is that they've really taken the shine off of bringing everybody back because of so many band camp straight to DVD bullshit sequels. All starring Eugene Levy. Yeah, as Jim's dad. I have nothing to do with the Stifler family, but I've got to take care of Stifler's brother, who says fuck a lot. <laughs> I refuse. Yeah, I it's it's Netflix for me on that one. Really. Um, and maybe instant streaming, just to fast forward to the good parts, which means the what end, parts is that? The end credits. Oh, okay. Wait, you mean, you mean Tara boobs? Tara Reed's boobs are gonna come flapping out like they did, they did on the red carpet that one time. Hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that wasn't planned. I'm not high. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our salad shills. Uh, I'll start off with that. I'm I'm very happy. I was in the Disney store today, and the Disney store is finally acknowledging the existence of Oswald the Lucky Rabbit, the predecessor to Mickey Mouse. Mm-hmm. They've got plushes. They've got a whole like line of merchandise that's, based around the forgotten character. That's because Disney finally obtained the rights to him. Exactly. What happened with that? I don't know. He was made by someone else, and Disney claimed the rights to him. Oh, and okay. He, he got sued by it. Another evil corporate takeover mm-hmm. with yeah. a frozen head. Yeah. <laughs> His head, Mr. Burns' head, just kind of <laughs> rule the world. So that's what I got to show. My, uh, Jim, what do you got? Well, I can't remember the, na- the name of the author, but I'm reading a book right now. I had been reading it, and then I I stopped for a little bit, and now I've picked it up again, and it's, it's actually getting really good. It's called uh, Anno Dracula, and it's a, it's a an alternate timeline version of Dracula. It takes place in Victorian England where Dracula was not killed by Van Helsing and his cohorts and he actually marries Queen Victoria (laughs) and becomes the Prince Consort of England and now it's becoming fashionable to get turned into a vampire. (laughs) But it also coincides with a lot of history. You know, Jack the Ripper is taking place at this point. Yeah. It's, 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 I wouldn't say it's a great book but it's, it's an interesting read. It's, it's interesting how the author is weaving in all this history and in reshaping, reshaping the characters to fit vampire hunters or vent. Autumn might like reading that after you're done with it. I would suspect she would. Yes, such a anglophile. I think she would love that. Yes, I will. I will certainly provide it to her when, once I'm done. Mike, what do you got? All right, keeping with the anglophile take, I've got a couple of BBC shows. Come on. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, first one is Whitechapel. Uh, based on it's basically set in modern times, but this group of uh, cops, along with a kind of a up and coming um, detective inspector who's kind of on the fast track, he just needs a quick case. But he's put in charge of a of a group of you know cops who are trying to investigate a copycat killer for J- Jack the Ripper. Hmm. I mean, he's copying down to the smallest details. You know, same cuts, same. You know, pl- placement of, of the body, or as close as he can get to the prostitutes. No, no. Um, he actually cu- kills a cop once. Huh. I don't know. Was that a cop dressed up as a prostitute? No. Nah. No. No um, prostitutes then. No, no prostitutes. Well, no. One of them was, yeah. A prostitute? Yeah. Oh, great. 
Well, at least... That was a major detail in the whole Jack the Ripper thing. He only killed prostitutes. Well, supposedly. Well. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't anyway. there. That's what <laughs> and the other show is a show called Primeval. Um, it's basically these kind of um, rips in time called they're called anomalies just appearing all over England and dinosaurs and other um, prehistoric creatures are coming through and so this team has to get together and try and find out what's going on with these rips try to contain the dinosaurs and send them back if possible like a big net <laughs> no no they get like, like they could put them on an island and like, set up some kind of amusement park, amusement or park around it you know what they gotta come up with a movie for that <clears throat> they should ba- I think they should base it on a book first Cretaceous Park ooh, ooh. ooh. oh nice. I smell I smell money with a sequel called Triassic Park ooh oh um, no better yet The Undiscovered World mm. let's get Jeff Goldblum Nah. Nah, That guy's never drawn a dime. (laughs) Actually, the fifth season of that is starting up on um, BBC America uh, on November 12th. All right, cool, cool. Adam, what do you got? I've got a new show that my stepfather actually turned me on to, and it was shown originally on uh, HBO Canada. Okay. It's, It's a show titled Call Me Fitz, starring Jason Priestley. As a uh, fornicating alcoholic car salesman. So, who, uh, so how is he acting? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he pretty, they pretty much uh, start out the show with him trying to sell a car to this middle-aged woman, you know, basically promising her sex. He's wasted, <clears throat> crashes the car, she ends up in a coma, and all of a sudden this new character shows up who claims to be his conscience <laughs> and is actually uh, everyone else sees him as just another car salesman okay it's it's such a weird quirky show but they make his character so despicable that you have to keep watching huh. is you know, I, my, is Ian Zaring in it my 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 stepfather has been telling me about the show for months so finally I, I downloaded a couple episodes and it's pretty damn funny hmm. and it's very very weird but he, his character is just so like sex like just he's I, I don't even know how to explain it it's funny it's a funny role for Jason Priestley too because hmm. uh, I don't I'm not really you know that familiar with his his abilities yes you are <laughs> he does but, dramatic it, roles. but if there's no Ian Zaring who was clearly the strength of the 90210 yeah forget it no him and Brian Austin Green oh B.A. Green. So that's B. my shill. doesn't stand so badass. That, that's my shill. If anyone's interested in the show, uh, right from the very first season, they start out real strong. So it's, cool. pretty, it's pretty funny. Cool. All right. So anyway, next episode, episode 57, we are going to actually have a full grown-up size episode of Mystery Science Theater 3000. Woo! And nothing but Mystery Science Theater 3000. So no Rift Tracks or Cinematic Titanic or the, um, what's the other one called? The Film Crew? Yeah, Film Crew. So we're going to uh, run down uh, with about the, the, our, our top 10, 15 episodes, our favorite shorts. Oh, yeah. I don't think there is a short that I don't like. I think there's a couple I don't like, but there's many, many I love. Mr. Be Natural. Oh, yes, exactly. <laughs> is this Liberace's That's mom? Young people when I think I can... So that'll be our next next episode. So if you want to get in on the action, you can get to us uh, through our geeksalad at yahoo.com email. Uh, you can like our Facebook page, uh, Geek Salad Podcast. You can also check out the archive at www.geeksalad.podbean.com 
Or go to iTunes. I believe the last 20 episodes are archived now on iTunes. Yeah, probably around there. It's something like that. They do drop off after a while. You can still get them on the website. Yeah. Um, we also are available on Stitcher. So if you haven't downloaded your Stitcher app yet, you guys with your new iPhone 4Ss and your upcoming Droid, uh, Ra- you know, Motorola Razors. That looks kind of stupid, to be honest. Download the app yeah. for Stitcher. And then favorite us, Geek Salad. So thank you very much. So, gentlemen, again, thank you. Actually, you know what? You guys have been here long enough. I think we can kind of just give, give, give our goodbyes the regular way. So until next time, I'm Andy. I'm Mike. I'm Jim. I'm Adam. And we will talk to you later. Go forth and be nerdful. We'll take you. We'll talk to you soon. Sequel of Mary Poppins, <laughs> starring Natalie Portman and Gabe Kaplan, directed by James Cameron. <laughs> Perfect. All right, I'm envisioning. Well, first of all, it can't just be about a British nanny. It has to be about the English working class in their in their terrible conditions and uh, their fight against the oppressors. The oppressor being Mr. Woodman. <laughs> <laughs>